Welcome to the Awaken the Awesome podcast with your host, Olivier D. This is Awaken the Awesome, a podcast where we acknowledge that we are all in this together. Through enlightening conversations and personal insights, we like to engage with individuals just like you who show us how they are bringing a little bit of awesomeness along their individual journeys. Our hope is to inspire you to always keep pushing and to stay awesome along the way. I believe the term self-love gets tossed around way too much and way too loosely for my taste. At the core, what does it truly mean to love, celebrate, and empower yourself? It takes a special kind of courage to chase your dream. What with all the limiting beliefs, clutching fear, notable uncertainty, and debilitating doubt that comes with the crazy idea that the greatness that you seek is on the other end of your audacious decision, that's a lot to wrestle with. Now here's a kicker. What if your dream required you to face your own insecurities about yourself? What if your dream was pretty much guaranteed to put you in the direct line of fire as it would surely offend what your cultural upbringing would consider socially acceptable? What if your dream quite literally demanded that you shed the layers and bear it all? These are just some of the incredible topics I had the privilege to discuss with my next guest. As a muse, nude model, poet, talented writer, and seasoned entrepreneur, she provides engaging and thought-provoking insights expressed through her sensuality, erotic writing, ideas, and visions. She was born Jodel Duverso, but through an intense journey of personal truth and mindful empowerment, the universe eventually revealed a wise and powerful being that bloomed into something more. Another powerful conversation, which I do hope you'll enjoy. So let's get into this. Awaken the Awesome, episode 114 with Femme Dussois. Here we go. Like I said, it's a real thrill uh, to have you on the podcast, Rodel. So thank you again uh, for your time and availability uh, with all your work and everything, you know, all the great and amazing things you're sharing both on and offline and, you know, what mm -hmm. your amazing career has been and all the wonderful, obviously, those wonderful captions, not just the artful uh, pictures that you share on, uh, on social media, but also those wonderful captions, that message of personal truth, that message of courage, that message of empowerment, that message of, you know, just daring uh, to go after what we believe in. Well, no matter what right. our motivations are, it's something that I find truly admirable. And of course, it's something I want to celebrate you for because it takes a special kind of courage. And I said that in our initial email when we connected, that it takes a right. special kind of courage to go out there and genuinely and all figuratively bear yourself out there. And that's something that I find extraordinary. And I was just reading um, just that wonderful piece on your blog. And just before we connected on the call, I was reading that mm -hmm. again. And I just want to read it just a little bit, just a snippet for the listeners, if you don't mind. Um, mm -hmm. I quickly regained control when I decided to commit to my passion, no matter what comes in my way, because I didn't choose the stars I was born under. They picked me. And fulfilling my sole purpose is my ultimate duty and responsibility, even if that means to go naked, to make a point, to bend the rules and appoint new, run, new ones. I'm sorry. It is, in fact, my mission to defiantly stand my ground as I pursue my dream. For culture should not eradicate one's individuality. That is a great excerpt, and that is something that really made me fall out of my chair. And as, I, as you relive those words, which you wrote a couple, of time, a couple of while ago, do you still feel the same way, as energized or as, you know, as motivated as, you, as when you first wrote it? And I just wonder if you could yeah. take us through that. So um, I, you know, I wrote this, uh, this little piece a while ago, probably two years ago. Mm -hmm. And I actually wrote it when I was writing a fa Facebook status. 
And I'm like, you know what, let me write a whole article with that. I don't want to just post it. Like, I was very driven at the time. I used to work for SVA, School of Visual Arts. And I just came from a photo shoot, and I just felt very, very excited, very in the moment, you know. And I, I wanted to write about how I felt. So I, I want to say this to anyone who's listening, you know, the way you are, you didn't choose the way you are. You, you come into this world as you are. So you shouldn't change who you are to, you know, please anybody, you know, to please anyone or to fit under any culture because your individuality is who you are. And my father instilled that in me when I was a child. Me and my dad, we used to speak every day after school. And that would, would ask me about how was your day? And I would tell him, and I would tell him things that happened during the day and how some kids would bother me or, you know, like things that happen, you know, when you're a little girl, like mm-hmm. everything's a big deal, whatever, what people say to you, you know, whatever people say to you, it's a, you know, bothers you and gets you. And my dad would tell me, no, you know, you, you need to be able to speak up and never be af- afraid to use your voice or to speak up. You don't need to fight with anybody, but you are who you are. You're different. So always speak up, always be you. So, I mean, this piece in itself means a lot. It also um, refers to my uh, culture because I'm I'm from Haiti. And I felt like because I was Haitian, um, I was judged. Because, you know, I'm, I'm a nude model. I'm doing something different. I'm talking about nude art, eroticism. You know, um, it's not really <laughs> celebrated in, in our culture. And I felt that I was being suppressed because I was Haitian. And I wasn't having it. I'm a very rebellious person by nature. <laughs> when I want something, I see it in my head. And I know it's, you know, I can make it happen. I know I'm able to, you know, pursue that, that vision. I'm very passionate about a vision I see in my head. Like whatever, whenever I see something in my head, I'm passionate. And I know deep down, if I put in, you know, the efforts, it can happen. So I wasn't having it when everyone was saying, you're not supposed to do this. You're not supposed to follow this vision. You're not supposed to pose nude. You're not supposed to. And I know, like, the way you're wired internally as a human being, that's who you are. That's your identity. So I was like, why I am like this if, you know, why am I like this if it's wrong? Why was, why, why I was born under those stars, you know, specifically as who I am and being here, I can't pursue my dream. Right. So I, I wanted to question that. So should I change who I am because I'm born under this culture? this particular culture who don't embrace who I am, what does it mean to be me? So that's why, you know, that's where this whole thing came from. (laughs) That's definitely a tremendous, tremendous revelation in regards to owning your identity because I'm Haitian as well. And, you know, that's why that piece really spoke to me because it's it's all about creating sensual art. And guys, uh, after the episode, definitely I'm going to leave a, a link to the to the blog post in question in the show notes. But it's about creating sensual art as a Haitian woman. And just reading the lines, the of course, the Haitian, the traditional Haitian in me, I'm like, 
Wow. You must have probably dealt with a lot of backlash. Knowing a our culture, knowing our elders, knowing our culture and our heritage, Listen. just talking about, you know, yeah, I want to be a nude model. I can only understand it's the visceral been, reaction that you might have dealt with. It's been really aggressive. It's been very, uh, it, it has been really hard to deal with in the beginning. I'm not going to lie. It's been very tough for me to withstand this and to like, like witness people who used to be my friends, just like stop talking to me, blocking me. And even if, you know, even my own family, it's been very tough for me, but I'm like, I can't just give up because, you know, you're not willing to listen to me or you're not willing to open your eyes to see that we are not all the same. We, we have all different gifts. We are all here to represent something different. Imagine if we all are the same way. If, you know, there would, the world would be out of balance. Mm-hmm. You know? It's true. We all need to play our roles in society. It's stop saying, oh, you need to be a role model. No. We need to play our role. Like, I need to play my role, right? which is to talk about sensuality, which is to talk about uh, sex positivity, you know, like nude art. Like, uh, this is me. That's what I represent. That's what I, I want to talk about. So, like, to be judged because of, you know, what I, you know, what I choose to speak about is definitely wrong. And I wasn't, <laughs> like, I wasn't happy about it back then. And I, I wasn't willing to change who I am, and I'm still not willing to change who I am for anyone. I'm going to stay me, and if, you, if you're with it, then we're good. If you're not, then that's fine. And that speaks to a very personal truth in regards to acceptance. It's all takes, it takes a, very, uh, a very big step to actually look at yourself in the mirror, first of all, to love yourself, to empower yourself, to celebrate yourself. And I'm wondering, what's your morning routine like? Because you're always like, you know, dancing, you know, for us on Instagram and everything. It's just like, I'm like, what is a morning routine? Like when you look at yourself <laughs> in the mirror, what is the, what is the actual dialogue? Aside from all the wonderful captions and poetry, but what is the morning dialogue from Jodel to her body? How, what do, how do you speak to yourself? For those of us always in that insecure mindset. Yeah, so I struggle a lot with insecurities. This is partly also like me becoming who I am now is, different, you know, parts in my life and experiences I've had with myself and with people I've known. So I've, I've struggled a lot with insecurity. So in the morning, what I do is I listen to multiple, uh, motivational speeches. Mm-hmm. Um, I listen to it and I work out. Um, I drink tea sometimes. So it's always some, like, I always try to motivate myself because not every day I feel like extremely motivated. So when I feel a little bit like drained, I listen to those um, motivational speeches and they make me feel good. I speak to myself a lot. I speak out loud to myself. Whenever I speak, really? you might think I'm crazy. <laughs> you might think I'm crazy. But I speak to myself and I speak to that little voice inside of, inside of my head when I'm showering, when, when I have like this negative feeling. I'm like, nope. I'm like, no, I'm not going to feel this way today. I don't want to hear it. Nope. That's not true. <laughs> like, I'd be speaking to myself, and I feel this has been very therapeutic for me because I don't have that voice all the time anymore in my head. Whenever I, I feel like this negative, n- negative, you know, feeling or whatever it might be during the day, I face it right away, and I'm like, okay, why am I feeling this way? Why am I feeling this pain in my heart? Why am I feeling uncomfortable? 
okay, maybe I saw a picture, maybe I see something I wanted I didn't get. You know, like we need to face those things. So we all have it. Everybody have that. Especially when you're on Instagram, you're looking at everybody's picture. You might get something out of it, like an uncomfortable feeling. Everyone gets that. I, I would, you know, I wouldn't say, oh, my God, I'm not like that. No, everyone gets it. But it's how you deal with it. You have to face your reality and accept where you are. So in the morning when I wake up, I'm just very, very motivated. I like to work out. I like to speak to myself, speak out loud. And also, I forgot to say that, affirmations. I say really? my affirmations in the morning. So I would say I'm beautiful. So I have different affirmations on my phone. I have a folder for everything. You would think, oh, my God. If you go on my phone, I have a lot of folders. For but I love my affirmation folders. So I have affirmation to say as a muse what I want to happen for me as a muse. And I, I have affirmations for, like, money, affirmations for my body. So, like, everything I want to happen, I speak it, you know, now and say, I want to try to stop a person to me or I want more money, I want more of this. And I say it out loud. And I say it till I feel it so much. Yeah, so we are very, very, uh, very tuned in to the power of words and the words and energy you speak into the universe. That's very important. Yes, I am. I am. Yes. I started to do that last year. Oh, I started to do that. The more I started doing from this war, like building it, I started to, but I didn't know that I was doing that until I, I stumbled on a video on YouTube. And I'm like, wow, this is, this is what I've been doing in the morning when I'm going just to work. And I'm saying these words out loud when I'm walking. I say them out loud. People might think I'm crazy, but I, I know what I'm doing. I'm saying them so they could resonate in the universe, so I could feel them inside of me. So I've been doing it for a while, and it's been helping me a lot. In my, exp- in my experience, with all the conversation I've been having uh, with uh, fellow entrepreneurs such as yourself and people who are really living their personal truth, your, their version of crazy is your version of committed and dedicated. So it's all about pick and choose, different strokes for different folks. You're, right, you're right. putting in your own little formula, and it definitely works, and I celebrate you for that. Um, what else did I want to ask you? In regards to um, stepping in to this world of uh, nude modeling, and just for those of us who are totally uneducated and ignorant, this is a basically mm-hmm. low-hanging fruit uh, for the question, but I'm just right. going to ask it anyway for, for those of us who are very uninitiated. For those of you for just like looking at through uh, Jodel's Instagram and I saying, nude model. She's just doing it right. for attention. <laughs> I'm sure you got right. that. And how did you navigate those muddy waters? Like I always say this, I don't, I'm not doing what I'm doing for everybody. So there's always going to be that one person, that 50% of people or that's not with it, and that's completely fine. They have, you know, it's okay not to be with, not to be against it, to uh, not understand it. It's okay to be confused. It's okay to, you know, struggle with what I'm saying. And I, I listen. I, I understand. This is something new. I just wrote something before you called me on Instagram because I, I was saying I'm not a model. You know, I'm just, I'm just a messenger. I'm just wow. here to pass okay. a message. Really? I'm not really a model. Even if I use my body through modeling, I never really felt like a model. It never really resonated with me. Like when people say you're a model. I am a messenger. I'm using my body to pass a message to say, hey, we're not what, you know, what they say we are. You know, when we use our body in a certain way, we've been taught the wrong way. The people that came before us weren't like that. 
they were higher human beings. They knew the importance of the body, of, to keep the body aligned. There's so much more into it than just nudity. I want people to go beyond that, not just see my breasts or my private parts and my skin. It's, it's deeper than that. So that's why I speak about sensuality, because sensual, when you're a sensual person, you live in the moment. You're, you're able to be more aware of your surroundings, surroundings because you're using your senses. In the U.S., sensuality means almost sexuality. You know, the, it's very misconstrued. The word, the it meaning. It is a fine line, isn't it? Right. It is a fine line, but it, the French define sensuality as, you know, being in a moment, using your senses to feel more alive. That's what sensuality is because the word, you know, if you look at it, it's, there's senses in sensuality, right? Mm-hmm. You use your senses. So that's what sensuality That's the, right. So that's, that's the very, I would say, the primary meaning of sensuality. It's not just like sexy or being feeling sexy or like talking about sex. So that's like here in, in America, people don't, well, many people, many people don't know the meaning of sensuality and eroticism and the difference between, you know, nude art and porn. And this, there's a lot of confusion. And first, like, it would, it would definitely differ from people to people, depending on, how, you know, how they grew up, their experiences, their realities, all of that. So it's very different. It's all about the lenses that you choose to wear to actually right. appreciate what you're seeing because you express it from what I'm getting from your content. You express your a, a lot of people you use, you know, paintbrushes or, you know, clay or, you know, metal fabrication. You use your body to display its artful uh, nature. It's artful, right, right. you know, just basic humanity because the the human body itself is a piece of art because your two right. hands that you're holding, you know, your two hands, they're not, they're not the same. They seem the same, but they're different. And you express your body. You use your body as a piece of art to express different emotions, to, to express different feelings. And as you said, pass right. the message. And if we because just, we could see that also mm-hmm. without cutting you off, you can see that through some of my pictures, there's some of them that are very sexual, sensual, and there's some of them that are not so sensual. There's just like, you know, uh, by, like a you know picture of the body where you, the woman is nude, but she's she's innocent. You know, it shows that that her innocence. You know, portraying the female innocence. Mm-hmm. You, you see other pictures that are more sensual. Like nudity does not have to be always sexual. That's what we've been taught. Like once right. you're naked in the picture, oh my god, that's sex. That's porn. That's not true. Nudity is not porn. It could be. You know, just a nude, you just see the female body, the female form. You know, it, it means more to me than just like, wow, she's naked. She's, she's a prostitute. She's a porn star. You've heard like, it all. I've heard it all. And honestly, it's not, when you're looking at a porn star's Instagram and my Instagram, there's a lot of the pictures. I'm not going to say it's the same thing, but a lot of porn stars, you know, they have like, pictures with lingerie. So it's kind of really hard to tell the difference. This is why I'm saying to people to read my captions, like read what I'm doing. Don't just like see, uh, you know, don't just judge a book by its cover, basically. 
You yeah. need to like read the book. <laughs> it would be very easy. It's an easy target. It makes you an easy target. If you just focus on the, and a lot of content creators do that sometimes. They tell you, read the comments before you judge me. Let's have an educated conversation about the topic of sensuality versus sexuality. How to use my body for art. Why do we put so much emphasis on celebrating our cars, our careers, our paychecks, our jobs, our family, our kids, our, you know, our sports victories, but let's celebrate our bodies as well. And I guess there's the discussion comfort that's part of the dialogue that a lot of people are not willing to actually take a stab at and actually just hey huh how about if i went naked how how why what is the social dynamic regarding that and that's the conversation that you're opening and that's a beautiful thing because we need to have that conversation we are human beings you're with your body we every do. day we do and i'm finding myself even like more passionate about what i do now because I'm seeing the numerous problems in society with young men, how they see the body and how they see the female body, you know, um, how they treat our, you know, our bodies. It's, it's very, you know, confusing to me how can a young man be this way. Like I, I was thinking the other day, I have a lot of young boys on my page and I'm going to make a post for, like I'm going to make a few posts. I have a, like, I was looking at the, my followers. I have a lot of male followers. I do have female followers as well, but I have a lot of male followers. Of course, because I'm posing you new. Know, that's, like, to be expected. Mm-hmm. So, but I feel like a lot of people, when, when they get DMs of men sending them pictures or, like, seeing a few certain things to them, they get upset. Like, I'm not going to say I um, like every, you know, I like everything people send me in my DMs. But I'm I'm looking at a way at a, as a way well maybe I need to create like a post about certain subjects because you it can you know we can't just keep on complaining about something like I I'm an action taker I want to speak on something I want to like like I said I'm a messenger I want to like help enlighten people I don't know if it's going to work I don't know if I'm going to change anything you know like the purpose is just is to just take actions and see what what happens. Because I had a guy, I had a follower, one of my followers write me one time. He said, you know, I've been following you and you changed my mind about how I see the female body. And I'm different now because of you. And I'm like, really? And that really, really touched me. He's like, I'm different now. I don't see, uh, you know, I don't, I don't treat women the way I used to treat them anymore. And I don't see the female body like I used to see it, like a sexual object only anymore. Like, I'm different now. That is a very powerful thing. It all takes one person. It starts with one. Right. So, I mean, if, it, if I can change the amount of one guy, that's, that's you know, I mean, that means something to me. <laughs> um, and yeah. it's a beautiful thing. Again, um, by the way, again, congratulations. I know I've said it often on Off the Air, but again, congratulations on bringing another beautiful soul, such a sweet, beautiful <laughs> soul into this world. And, you know, I'm just happy that everything went well, the baby's healthy and everything. And again, just a basic question. How are you embracing this new chapter of being a mother? I'm flowing with it. <laughs> I'm, I'm flowing with it. I mean, I, I thought it was going to be harder, honestly. And it's been a beautiful experience for me. Um, I really enjoy being a mom. I never, I, I didn't know how I was going to be or how I was going to feel. The first few months, I was like, I didn't know how I felt. I, you know, of course, I was, I was overwhelmed by emotions, but now I can clearly think. 
I'm, I'm very excited to be a mom. That's one of the best things that happened to me. My son changed my entire life for the better. How so? so? Yeah, because I used, when I, before I had him, I was in New York, and now I moved here, and I never used to cook. <laughs> I never, <laughs> I never cooked. I I knew how to make certain dishes, but I never, I was not a cook like that. Now I know how to cook. Like I learned how to make rice, <laughs> all the Haitian recipes. I mean, most of them now I know how to make. I never used to like make anything. So I know I learned how to cook. I'm more responsible. I'm more like together, I would say. And I'm more confident. Like I, I have a different voice now on Instagram. I don't, I don't fear to say what I have to say. I'm not doing what I do and what I do for life. I'm just going to write and post. I'm definitely like more like in tune with myself. And that's, that came from facing that big fear of giving birth. I had a, I had a natural birth mm-hmm. and it wasn't as painful as I thought it was going to be. Like everything really went well. My son is not like, you know, I don't want to say annoying, but <laughs> he's a good kid. You know, I just found my way to make it work for me. I just want to say to anyone who's listening, I mean, it's just about how you make it, how you work with things. Because people would tell you, oh, don't have a kid now. It's going to mess up your career. Well, but when am I going to have it, you know? So right. it, you just got to go with the flow. Like, I went with the flow. It happened, and I was very excited when it happened. I was like, finally, I was going to have a son. And I always knew I was going to have a son. So I have a son now, and I'm very happy like it's, he changed my life, my life for the better. That's what I'm gonna say. I'm very Amazing. happy to have him. Amazing! <laughs> Amazing! Congratulations! And thank you so one, much. From one parent to another, and I'm gonna piggyback off that comment you made about the follower who basically through your content realized that his perspective on the female body, the female perspective, the female gender has shifted thanks to your content. And I want to piggyback on that with two questions. I'm a, I'm a father of a young child, daughter myself. My daughter's going to go, go on seven right now. And what is your message for the young girls growing up? Because you're all about empowerment. And right now we're dealing with this entire atmosphere of, again, uh, females are banding together and we really need to change the dynamic and dialogue about, you know, helping, you know, really doing our best to actually lift women up. And, uh, you know, it's a beautiful thing. We're seeing a lot more, you know, affirmation uh, amongst, amongst females right now. And again, as a father, again, sometimes I feel I don't have the proper tools to actually guide her through this mess that is life sometimes. But if anything, just, you know, from your perspective, what is the message for the little girls right now? I would say not to be afraid to experience life. That's the number one thing I'm going to say. You need to experience life. You need to experience your body and who you are. And it's not by staying home. You need to connect with people, connect with as many people as you can. Not like bad people, but you need to make connections and allow yourself to be vulnerable and face yourself on a daily basis. Because I wish I had done these things when I was younger. I was afraid to face myself. I was afraid to say, you know, to be bold and be like, I'm this person. I mean, it happened because I was bullied for my size. And I thought I was, you know, my body was not good. And I want to say, no matter how you are, how you look, you are, you know, you are worthy to be here. 
Because you wouldn't be here if you weren't worthy to be here. Okay, you are worthy to be here. Self-love, I'm going to say this, self-love and self-acceptance is one of the greatest things you can learn. Before you love anyone, you need to love yourself. I know a lot of people say that, but I really want to, you know, accentuate on that. You need to learn to love yourself. And that's going to take time. And you need to, you know, you need to allow yourself that time, that stretch to love yourself, to know yourself, discover your gifts, you know, discover who you are and not be afraid and speak up and say, this is who I am and this is what I stand for and this is what I want to fight for in this world. Do not, do not be scared to speak up. There's a lot of people who's going to shut you down and tell you, no, you're a woman, this, you know, you need to learn to be in your place or like you're, you're not meant for this or you can't change this, all these things. Do not be afraid to carry on and be like, no, this is who I am and this is what I'm meant to do and I'm here to change this or that and I'm going to do it. You know, so I mean, you you might you might be you might lose friends, you might feel alone sometimes, or you're not by yourself in this world. So you're gonna find your own people as you go. You're gonna find the right people, people that are gonna love you for who you are. So it's not worth losing who you are to please anybody. Never lose who you are to please people that don't care about you. So these are the, the, you know, this is what I want to say to young girls, like know who you are, stand, you know, stand up tall, be strong and work on your mental strength. That's what you need first and foremost. It's not about like looking beautiful all the time. It's good to look beautiful. It it feels, you know, I love to look beautiful, but like what makes me who I am today is my mental strength how I deal with what people say to me. You need to face yourself, like I said. Face yourself, face your feelings head on. You know, work out, read, and then love yourself first before anything else in this world. Any, anything else or anyone else. <laughs> That's what I got to tell them. So it really starts with the mental strength we have within us. Right. Right. Because my, my father taught me that when I was a kid. My father taught me about influences and peer pressure and, you know, I don't know, my dad always used to tell me, you're going to be a big person. You're going to be very successful. He used to always tell that to me. I'm like, well, how do you know that I'm going to be? He said, yes, you're going to be very successful. And um, I just knew that um, that he was right deep down. And I was scared of that power to use my power. He's like, he used to tell me, don't be afraid to use your power. So I want them to know that. Don't be afraid to be who you are. And for <laughs> piggybacking on that mental strength, because I did have a second question, because you talked about the follower and their perspective on, as you said, you have a lot of male followers. And uh, you talk about the perspective that, unfortunately, that men, unfortunately, have towards women right now. And not to put you on the spot, and we're not you know, being social workers or psychologists or anything, but my question is very basic. How can we as men do better? In what sense? 
just again with better consideration and better appreciation not just seeing women as you know as tools or just again pieces of meat or just like you know just just again for just for us to salivate and just like drool over but with more respect and more consideration not just sexual beings even though they are but it's a little bit of a gray area but sometimes i feel that we don't value women as as much as we should and sometimes we uh, fault mm-hmm. in that way mm-hmm. basically Depending, I don't. I can speak for every man because I don't know their background, but I'm going to say this general thing. You need to forget everything that was touched touch you. Like when you see a woman, you need to forget about what you see on TV and what was touch, What you know, you need to forget the vile things, and then l- learn her from the moment you meet her, like not have any, oh, I met this woman before. She's going to do the same thing to me or she a whore or she, you just need to, when you meet a woman, you need to learn her for who she is, not what, what your previous experiences were with any kind of woman. You need to give every woman you meet the chance to be herself. If you don't like her, fine. You can move on to someone else without hurting her, you know, but you need to, I need men to like really be patient and be patient with, with us because, you know, of course, everyone is dealing with their own insecurities, own struggle, challenges in life. So you, they need to be patient and forget about everything that was taught about how a woman is, is and how she should be and et cetera. There's so much that we need to teach our young men and older men as well. So much that we need to teach them. Like I mean, if I if I'm if I'm willing to speak, I, I mean, I, I would say a lot a lot more than this. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much that young men need to be taught, like about how to respect the female body. You know, how to treat us, how to learn um to learn like what we need, what we desire, how we want to be loved. Each and every woman wants to be loved a certain way. So I can't define that for every woman but i can define it for myself you know what i'm saying but we're all so different there's so many different of us like so what i would tell them is to really be patient when you meet a woman and learn her try to find out about her like what she likes what she desires before you try to prove yourself to her or judge her for what she does or the way she lives and you know, gotta takes it takes a lot of patience, and I feel that's something that many men don't have patience. And it's all about proving themselves all the time and showing that they're the man or they could do, you know, they could please you. <laughs> you know, I mean, I could see it. I could see through it right away when I meet a guy, and yeah. I don't want to have that. I want to have a conversation. That's me. I mean, I can only speak for me when it comes to certain things. So for me, I want to have a, com- a conversation. I want to know what you like, what you're into before anything else. So patience when you meet a woman is the number number one thing. Wow. So, I mean, oh, yeah. So I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes. It's important. <laughs> you important. need to be patient. Learn how to communicate. And don't over-exaggerate or be, you know, like overwhelming and overbearing because it's not a good way to start anything with any women. <laughs> I get you. I get you. We've been talking about so many wonderful gems. And again, I want to thank you so much for some wonderful insight, but I totally skipped over one of the basic questions. How was it on your first photo shoot? The first nude shoot? How was that? Can you take us back there? Um, 
Um, it happened a while ago, but I think that was my first one. Um, I think I was 19 years old when I had my first shoot, my first nude shoot. And I remember I was very insecure about my body. I was very skinny. And I always thought that being skinny means, you know, not attractive. I always, you know, because that's what I, I felt growing up because I was teased for being skinny. So I always thought, you know, I'm skinny. I don't have a big butt. My body's not like, you know, womanly yet. So I'm not attractive. So I remembered when I went there, it was a body painting shoot. Okay. And yes, it was body painting. And then when I went there, I wore baggy clothes to hide my body and everything. But I remember clearly that day when I when I took off my clothes, I was very, you know, my insecurities, you know, some people want to remove their clothes, they will feel more insecure. I felt a little bit more confident naked. Not really? sure why. Yeah, I felt confident. And then the artist was very intimate with me. And not intimate, like he was touching me. Very intimate, very, like, free with me. That they talked, like, we had a conversation. He was painting my body. It was very sensual, very, very nice. A very beautiful feeling. It happened, with, he took pictures of me and then brought me back home. Like, it was a very simple experience. All my experiences were, were, were good. Uh, that was my first shoot. It was, it happened so fast. And I don't know, like, I, I thought I was going to be, like, afraid. I actually, like, me going there was more nervous than me actually doing it. Right. It, it was very fun. So yeah. the noise was mostly getting to the shoe, but once it happened, yeah. you were just like, oh, okay. It's like when you go into the gym and you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to the gym. I don't want to go. And then when you get there, you do the work and it's nothing. So when I got there, I and I, that's how I knew I was, I don't know, I was always fascinated with nude art. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to use my body to get over my insecurities. Like, use, I'm not really my body, like, use nude art. So that's what partly why I became a nude model also. I wanted to really get over my insecurities and challenge my mind, become free of those fears that I have in my head, you know? So, yeah. Oh, man. So what does that say about, you talked about going to the gym, you talked about, you know, attending your first nude photo shoot. What does that say about all the, um, the hurdles or the roadblocks we put within our mind and the thing we tell ourselves to not pursue not dreams true. and not not take the leap and not go ahead and, you know, just dare and do that thing we know we want to do down to the core of our being. What does that say? In what sense? Like, what it's does it say like, to people that are seeing? Yeah, because a lot of people don't go over the threshold and they just stand there and just, right. and just you know what, some other time. Or, you know what, I'm fooling myself. Take or the what? leap of faith. Take the jump. I took my first, I took my jump at life. Uh well, when I quit my job in, on March, I always celebrate that date, March 29, 2016. That's when I quit my job to become a nude model. Like, well, but I started exploring it, of course, but to really do it fully, that's when I like said, oh, you know what? I'm going to pursue my dreams and I'm just going to do this. I'm not going to like do it off, on, on, you know, like when I'm off, I'm going to do it full time now. So I left my quit. I took my jump at that, you know, at that time. Yeah, oh my God, I can I can never forget how I felt that day. The wind in my hair, like getting home, feeling so free. 
I made I made flyers. I went to Manhattan and Bushwick. I was meeting on my flyers and telling people I'm gonna become a news. I'm gonna become a news model. Here is my flyer. Some people would look at me like I'm crazy, but I had a bike at the time. I would take my bike and I would just ride along uh, the roads of Bushwick, giving out my cards, just randomly, just you know, waiting on something to happen. And I made friends that way. I I got bookings that way. And I started working from art schools in Manhattan. And I started writing, just being out there, because I was never really out there like that. That's something that many people don't know about me. And people judge me a lot, but I was never out there. I was never out there. I would never go out. My family was very strict. Like, I'm Haitian, so I never go out. I was not allowed to stay out late, out of curfew. So I never really experienced life like that, you know? By becoming a nude model, that's my way to, you know, out of this world of mine. I, you know, I was accustomed to. That's how I, you know, I started living in a real world. That's what brought me there. Wow. So we really have to stop limiting ourselves and just take the jump. Yes. As simple as that, because people make it want to seem so complicated, but we just have to live and let go. It takes a lot to let go. I'm not going to lie to you. It it takes a lot of, it's very, it's very challenging. It's scary. The moment that you let go and you actually get over it, you're like, what was I so afraid for? Like, what? (laughs) Like, right now, I'm not afraid of anybody. I have no fear. It doesn't matter who you are, how successful you are. I don't fear anybody. I don't fear anybody. The only thing I'm probably afraid of doing now is driving. <laughs> no kidding. Like that's my last fear. I need to get over because I never really, I've never really driven like that. Like I, I'm, I'm afraid of driving. That's the only thing I'm probably, I'm, I could say I'm afraid of doing, which I'm going to do this year eventually. But mm-hmm. I'm not afraid of anything else. No fear. I'm not afraid of any anyone. No fear. No fear. So uh, you mentioned off the air that, you know, you left from New York. Now you're in Florida. And um, again, uh, what's next for Femme du Soir? Because I saw the, the, the shop is up, the website, mm-hmm. the blog, the gear, the yes. merch. You're doing yes. a lot of great things, man. So, uh, what's, so what's, what's, yeah. what's coming down the pipeline? Any surprises? <laughs> um, well, I'm very confident right now. So I came here because... Well, I came here because of my husband. He loves Florida. He loves here. He, I wasn't going to come here. I was going to go to California. But I'm like, you know what? I don't want to, like, you know, fight with him and be like, oh, I want to go to California. And you want to come to Florida. But I decided that I'm going to come here. It doesn't matter where I am. I'm going to make something happen. So I decided to, to just this year rebuild myself totally from the ground and start over. So what I did in the past matters, but it still, you know, it still needs work. And so I rebuilt my site. Now I have everything on my site. I have my own shop. I have my my own subscription for people interested in sensuality and my blog. Everything is in one spot now. I'm not doing Patreon on one side and my site on one side anymore. So everything is integrated. And the bigger view for my brand is to become a production. So I didn't define it yet. So I, we know that it's going to become 
what it, it has to be. So we will do podcasts, uh, produce women who are into sensuality, take their pictures, videos, just like I'm doing right now for myself. But mm-hmm. we want to be the brand that, you know, support women of that sort. And also I've been recruited by this um, collective of women who are into sensuality. They would also give me my own platform on a global scale oh, to wow. talk about sensuality. <laughs> yes, it happened today. To Congratulations, man. That is Thank big. You so much. Yes, it happened today. I had a conversation with them. And I don't want to say too much, over, you know, on, online because I just no, no, want to. No, no, no. I, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted to be very exclusive, you know. But like it, it happened today. They want me to have my own channel on a, on a TV channel. So mm-hmm. hopefully it'll, you know, be big like I'm hoping, hoping it to be, and I can use my voice. And it, it is so. It so is my dream to do that. Like I'm, I'm very passionate to help women love themselves and and be free. And I'm so excited. I just want to say that I'm excited whenever I see a woman who, like posing new just like me or being about like women empowerment. I'm very happy to see that. I don't see it as a competition. I'm like, wow, finally somebody like me. You know what I'm saying? Because I came from a culture where I don't have any women. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know them yet. But I haven't come across like a Haitian woman just like me doing the same thing as me. For sure. Like I don't know. I don't really see that yet. I get you. Maybe it will happen in the future, which I will be very excited to see. I will be there like to clap whoever does that. Who knows? You might be the trailblazer. You might be the one who inspires somebody else to actually come out there and do it. Right. So I will be very happy to see more and more women do it. So whenever I see another woman do that, I'm like very happy for them and I'm very excited. I'm like, wow. Like I'm <laughs> I mean, I'm so happy just because I, in the beginning, I felt so alone in this world. I'm like, am I the only person interested in this? Like, who wants to do this this way? And then when I see someone else doing it too, it gives me so much hope. And I know that we can change, you know, art for women, you know, for in the future. We can change so much more by doing and working together and putting our voices together. So when I got recruited to be part of this platform, I got very excited. And also, I'm building my own platform right now, which is very challenging for me. That's the most challenging thing I've ever done in my life because I am learning as I go. I don't have all the tools yet or all the resources yet to, you know, make my vision come to reality, but I just know it's going to happen. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I can do right now for me, and I'm giving my best on a daily basis. It's a lot of work to be yes. organized, to have everything flow and, to have everything, you know, going the right way, but I'm doing it. (laughs) And that is the most amazing thing. You spoke there with such passion, such excitement, and such truth. And you didn't leave out the basic elements, hard work, conviction, knowing what you want, having vision, trying stuff out. And you know what? It might not all make sense right now, but as you said in your own words, I know I'm going to make it happen. I know I'm going to make it happen. It will happen. It will happen. It will happen. I'm it saying is it. Happening. I'm saying it because I want to manifest it along with you because it's a tremendous energy. It uh, is. And it's something that needs to be celebrated. Jodel, I want to keep I'm you very promise. excited to do this. I don't want to keep you because, again, you've been so gracious with your time and insight. <laughs> again, I want to Thank say you so much. a heartfelt it, it so- thank mm-hmm. you. 
a heartfelt thank you. It's, uh, it's an amazing thing. I learned a lot because it's important, you know, not just to, to open up, you know, my mind uh, to something that even culturally to me is something I'm not going to say uncomfortable. I'm just going to say uncommon or inhabitual. It's not part of something that I genuinely do. But it's just something that, oh, it, these words and uh, the, these, this information that you share is very, very empowering. It's very insightful. And the way we had a conversation just now, it's totally just solidifies everything that you share and everything that you promote in regards to growth, in regards to living your personal truth and embracing your dream. And I want to celebrate you for that because it's such a tremendous thing you're doing. And thank you so, thank much, you so much for your wonderful time. Thank you so much, and well, this this really brightened my night. This this uh, little conversation we had, this interview, and um, I just feel very blessed to be here. I mean, I don't I don't think anyone understands what it means to do something that everybody said would be impossible. Like everybody laughed at me when I started, and here I am. I'm I got recruited by one of the biggest platform, and it's it's to me it's amazing. Like it's amazing, and it hasn't sinked in yet for me that I am doing it. Like it's still like unbelievable to me. Like how did I do this? But I know how I did it by being consistent, by being, you know, bold and by going for it. And I thank you so much for having me um, express myself on your platform. And I'm not sure who is going to inspire and, and, you know, whoever it is, just, just do it. Go for it. It (laughs) It all starts with one. We do have right. a running tradition on the podcast, uh, not to put you on the spot. It's just a running, a running tradition as a closing thought, just for leaving the floor up to the guest. A kind quote, a call to action, a quote, a sonnet, a song, just an inspiration, just a, you know, just even a, even a meme that, you know, something that inspires people. You talked about having morning motivations and affirmations. If we can leave right. the listeners something, you know, to help them, you know, take that next step tomorrow towards the next level. What can we leave them with without? So in what sense? So um, I want to just, empower, to just uh, <laughs> empowerment in terms of chasing your dream. Go out and do it. You know, just stop wasting time, you know, or mm-hmm. drink more water or something. What can we leave? Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I got something. Um, do not underestimate waking up early in the morning. Do not underestimate early morning routines. That just, you know, makes your whole day better. Like, that is something that I am currently struggling with. I always say things that I am working on because I know what, it, what, you know what it's taking right now for me to do this. So don't underestimate, like, you know, um, planning your day, time management. That's very important in, in, in accomplishing any goals, any dream you may have. Because if, if you don't plan anything ahead, nothing can happen. Set, set up your date, you know, have a calendar, have something constantly in front, in front of you to revise, to like go over, to follow up. Because if you don't do that, you're not going to go as fast as you would wish. That I'm saying you have to go fast, but you can save a lot of time that way. So have, you know, your time set up. Don't underestimate your morning routines, like drink water in the morning, workout, talk to yourself, like know what you want, you know, share your affirmations, all that stuff. That's very important. Epic. Epic. Can't put it any better. Shameless plug time. If the listeners want to connect with you, where can we find you, Jodel? Uh Well, my website is fansuswar.com. It's F-E-M-M-E-V, as in David, U-S-O-I-R.com. 
And once you put that on Google, um, I did a Google search on myself. So I know you're going to find my Instagram first, <laughs> my website, everything. So I'm just where I don't need to say much. Once you Google me, you'll find all my platforms. Don't worry. I'll make sure that everybody gets all the <laughs> necessary web links, all the main web presences, all over the blog post once it goes live. Guys, again, Jodel, thank you so much for this wonderful and insightful time. Um, again, don't worry about it. Open invitation anytime. I'm hoping this is not the last time we connect, but anytime you want to be back on uh, on the podcast and again, talk some more about your wonderful new chapter with uh, you know the as of yet unmentioned platform. Please don't right. hesitate. We're always here to support you. Absolutely, I'm very happy support. to to you know connect with you, and we will do this much more. And anytime you you want to have me back, just let me know. I'll be more than happy. Today was like the perfect day because my son is sleeping. Perfect day. So like, <laughs> thank perfect you so time. much for having me. And to whoever listening, thank you for listening. And thank you for being here. Be you, be strong, be powerful. <laughs> be you, be strong, be powerful. Guys, this has been another episode of the Awaken the Awesome Podcast with my guest, Jodel So, Guys, as always, another episode of the Awaken the, Awaken the Awesome Podcast in the can. As always, you can find the podcast wherever you get your podcast itunes google apple podcast spotify any which way i make a lot of effort to make it available for you but as always you guys know you're awesome i'm your host odjd and as always stay resilient stay blessed stay loved and as always do stay awesome this has been another episode of the awaken the awesome podcast we always love to get your feedback so please do drop us a line via instagram facebook or email our email address awaken the awesome at gmail.com do visit our official website at awakentheawesome.ca where you can find our entire back catalog of episodes and incredible guests. Also, if you haven't already, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, give us a rating, and leave us a review, as this helps us tremendously in growing this podcast and spreading the word to more awesome listeners like you. We always appreciate your support, and thank you for listening. Stay awesome. Hello, beautiful people. I am Haley. I'm your guide to love. Welcome back. This podcast is all about holistic health, sacred sexuality, and spirituality. I have Jodelle Deversois here, and she is the founder of Femme Deversois, creator of sensual content and erotic art. I love how it's all about being comfortable in your body. So welcome. Thank you, Haley. I'm very excited to be here, and I'm very excited to speak about these subjects because for a very, very long time, I've been very passionate about sensuality, the body itself, because I've, I've produced nude art and erotic art. So being here with you this morning is very excited to, you know, very exciting to, to speak about those subjects. Yes, definitely. Yeah, because I think that that's one thing that I speak to a lot of women about is like their body image and how they view themselves really right. does affect their sex life. Absolutely, yes. And so if you have a negative body image, I don't know if you saw my story yesterday, but I talked about this woman who told me, a client I have currently, that doesn't mm -hmm. like her breast. And so if you don't like your breast, then you go to have sex, that's going to affect you. Yes, I was like that too. I noticed like, for, uh, like right now, um, I worked on this, those, you know, body, ish, body issues that I had with myself. But when I was younger, in my teenage years, I really was like that because I felt I was very thin and skinny. And I used to think like, okay, well, what would the person I am being intimate with or sexual with, would they love my body? So like, yes, I do agree that 
women have those issues with their body. And we think about those things as well. We're in the bedroom while we're in the act, we're Mm -hmm. thinking about our bodies and it's not good because you're not really focused and you're not really into it, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I think that, I mean, listen, I've been there. I've, I've totally felt that way. So do you think that now that you've done the work and if, and done the sexual work, do you feel like that has really improved for you? Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is why I always connect feeling comfortable in your body and feeling free with yourself. I always connect this, this, you know, uh, part of it with my erotic stories, my, my poetry. And I always create characters where women are insecure and where they become liberated because they express themselves, because this is what I actually went through in my own, you know, stories. Um, well, not own stories, my own life, my reality. I went through, I experienced this because I became a nude model and I explored my body. Like it made my sexual life better. Even if I do still go through certain issues with my partner, I am able to be confident enough to face the, the you know, the, the problems that we go through. Yeah. So it's yeah, definitely so good. I know. Loved it. Okay. You just said you were a nude model. Yes, I do. I, I was a fake. Well, I started as a figure model first mm-hmm. where I posed for multiple, multiple art schools in New York. Mm-hmm. And then I explored nude art as well and erotic art. So I did figure modeling, nude art and erotic art. I did all of them. Because like my level of comfort grew with time. Like I became more and more and more and more comfortable. And, you know, certain taboos were crushed as I became more comfortable with myself. And I'm like, no, I mean, it's okay to be comfortable with yourself. It's okay, it's okay to look at your, your body in certain parts. Like it's, it's just fine. We're thought to be, you know, we're thought to be um, disconnected to our body growing up with, with all the, you know, the stigmas towards uh, sexuality and expressing it and being free we were thought to be um you know scared of our bodies but by becoming a figure model doing work with artists and posing nude I mean I became more and more and more comfortable <laughs> mm, I love that yeah. okay so for the woman really struggling with self-image body issues what would you say well for my advice will differ per per person because everybody is different. Everybody goes to different situations, you know, uh, but I, I can also give them our, an alternative way to, you know, um, face those issues. I would say my way of facing it that might work with for certain people. Like with, it's just to, like, for me, I would say it's to face it head on. Um, you can't run away from discomfort. It's always going to be there. You cannot run away from discomfort. Like I tried to run away from my discomfort and I pretended to be okay for a very, very long time. And if it affected me and I was very depressed, like this is really my story. This is not like I'm doing this for Instagram or for likes. That's really something I went through. Like I I ran away from my discomfort and I admired the courage. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just be a nude model. I know a lot of people might see it as something crazy. You know, it's out of the norm. But that was my way of facing my issues head on. I needed to, do, to face my issues. So I would tell them to face it head on. Recognize the problem. What is the problem? Where, where did it start? Like how did you be, 
become that person because you weren't, you weren't born this way. Something made you like that, like a situation, you know, you have to face it head on. If you need to speak to a, um, a therapist, you know, if you need to speak to a, a someone close to you, you need to face it head on. If you need to write in your diary or just like me, face it head on, you become like a, an art model, you, you know, looking at your body, like whatever it might be that's going to help you get over those issues, you need to start facing it, working out, speaking to someone, like you got to do something. You got to, you know, find out what's the root of the problem. That's the first thing I would say to, to do. Mm. Yeah, because I think that, and this is something too, I'm sure you've noticed this, that I think men have body issues too. I just think yes. women, ours are worse, or do you think it's the same? <laughs> it's the same. Yeah. I, I would say it's the same. Definitely, it's, it's the same for men as well. Like, I have a huge male following on Instagram, and they write me too. Male, my, my male followers write me too, because, you know, guys like nudity. They are attracted to that. So, but I learned to connect with them on a different level because of my captions. And a lot of them are interested in knowing more or why do I do this? So like what you're a little bit different from other women on Instagram. You talk about your life. You talk about how you started. And a lot of men do open up to me about issues that they have in their relationship and with their body as well. Mm-hmm. Like men have their own insecurities, but we're not, they're not born in a society where they can express themselves, you know, because they don't want to appear as vulnerable. They don't want to appear like as less of a man, you know? So they learn to not share those issues. So I would say, yes, there's a lot of men out there also struggling with their own identity and their own body issues as well. Yeah, I agree with you about that. I actually just had a guy message me last night on Instagram. He was asking me if size matters. Wow. Yeah, so I think <laughs> that's like a really big insecurity for men. Oh, most men are like that, I would say. Every, not like, I've never met a man that hasn't been, you know, insecure with their size. Like there's always something that, you know, either they think that they're the best, you know, this egotistical way of going about it, or they're very insecure about their body, their sizes, I would say. I agree with you. But even, I mean, recently, I remember I was dating someone and he told me that, like, he was normal. <laughs> he wasn't small, <laughs> you know, but it was funny <laughs> to me how he was like, yeah, how to, how to, he dated someone and she literally told him he was small and it was like, not, it wasn't a great size and it affected him for a while. Wow. And he was, you know what I'm saying? So I think it's like people's words really do affect the, you, you know? Yes. And especially young girls. This is why I like, I really, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I really want to become a, a motivational speaker for young women mm-hmm. because like, I know how that can destroy you when you're very young, you haven't built like a certain level of confidence or identity and anything can crush you. Anything can just crush your, you know, your little self-identity that you're trying to build. It's like, you know, a plant growing. The plant is very vulnerable. Like anything, anyone can walk over it and then crush it forever, you know? So that's how I, I identify or define young women 
And I was one of those, I was like that too. I was, I was, you know, teased when I was at school at a very young age and it affected me my whole life. And this is why I am the person that I am today because I, in the process of becoming myself and discovering who I am, I, I wanted to get over this insecurity. And it was so strong that I became a nude model and it changed the course of my life where now I am promoting sensuality. I am speaking about body image because those you know, words affected me that much. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I've totally been there. You know, I, I remember being at a pool party once and realizing that like, I don't even, this is, I don't even know why this affected me so much, but I was the girl with the smallest boobs there. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. But the thing is, is like now I'm fine with it because I don't really like, it doesn't matter to me, you know, but I do think that that's the same with guys, you know, comparing their penis size to other guys. And as the thing is, is how do we change those, those things in society? Mm -hmm. it's, yes. it's all about the, the way, you know, the environment you grew up in. I mean, people need to start, you know, straining their, their siblings, their kids, and let them know. I mean, this is what also helped me. It's my background and how I, I grew up in Haiti. And my parents, they were very big on giving us principles and telling us about the influences of people and friends and how we need to just like, you know, know who we are in, in some ways that helped me, you know, my, my, my upbringings, I would say that really helped me. But what about people who don't have that? Like, I always wonder how can we make society better? Like our, our words do affect people. No, I agree with you about that. I think it's, you know, I think the whole body positivity movement is helping, you know, and I think that people are becoming better. I mean, do you think it's getting better? Yes, it's, it's, it's going to get worse and it's going to get better. That's, that's how any, anything changes. So, so it's going to, like right now, everybody's like, what the hell is going on? Like, we're like, what the hell? Because we're not oh, used yeah. to seeing different types of bodies we're not used to this. This is the first level. We're like aware of the changes right now. Wow. The revolution. We are evolving. We are like seeing, hey, this is what we are. We can't keep hiding and showing one side and not showing the other part. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right now we are being aware of the changes in society when it comes to body image. We are, we're, we are seeing more and more people showing their their body online and speaking about their you know um speaking about their upbringings and what brought them to becoming this this person so like right now yes we are at a level where people are becoming more and more aware of body positivity yes okay so how would you want to like close up this conversation what would you want to tell people in terms of just loving their body more body positivity it's, it takes time. First and foremost, it will take a lot, especially if you, if you were just like me, someone who's, who went through like bullying at a very young age. So it, it will take time. You have to be patient with yourself. You can't beat on yourself all the time. Like no one is perfect. Everybody has insecurities. And just think about that. Everyone has insecurities. It might, may not be, you know, with their body, it may be with something else, but everybody's struggling with something. So don't think that you have to be this perfect person all the time. Like I'm not perfect, but like 
I love that I am learning to organize myself and be comfortable with my body. I'm, I love that about myself. And that makes me feel good. And that makes me feel good that I'm, I'm changing something in the world. I'm standing up for something. So always think that you got to be patient with yourself in the beginning. And like I said before, a knowledge or problem. Don't run away for, from things. Nothing gets, gets better by running away from it. You're just going to get more and more insecure. And you're going to hate people that are that are comfortable with their body. You're going to think that they're, they're against you or they're doing something to make you feel insecure with yourself because you're not comfortable with yourself. So anybody who project that, that confidence is going to make you feel small because you're not comfortable with yourself. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, it's not like, you know, they're arrogant or they're like, Oh, I think I'm better than you. You already have these things in your mind. You know, that little small voice that makes you feel, you know, insecure. So you're going to see that person as being like, well, she thinks she's all that. She's considered. No, that person is just confident. So you need to build yourself, be patient, and face the problem head on. Don't run away from it. Mm. Yeah, I'm glad you said that, though, because I do think that it's almost like, oh, if a woman's body positive and confident, she's too into herself. But it's like, no, that's a really, that's like, no, she's showing confidence and she loves her body. Right. Exactly. So that's one thing I also went through. People would see me as, oh my gosh, she's so confident. She's so like, no, I have my own insecure. Even if I pose noon and I do all those things, I still work on my body. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I don't like that I gain weight or I don't like, you know, but I learned to mm -hmm. be um, comfortable with myself and stop judging myself and, and stop, you know, it's okay to gain weight in this part or that part or lose weight sometimes. And we, it's all about finding the, finding the balance. Even if there's no definite balance in life, I always say that, but finding this little peace of mind on a daily basis is good. So no one is always perfect, you know? Yes, definitely. Okay, so where can everybody find you? <laughs> well, um, you can find me on Instagram. That's where I am the most. I have all my links on my Instagram, where to go if you want to find me on Facebook on Twitter. So all my links are on my Instagram and my name is underscore fam Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me. This is a great conversation. Absolutely, Haley. I would love to do this more often. I mean, there's other uh, beautiful topics that I would love to have with you. Uh, I want to find a way to actually, you know, try and do it on my laptop to see if I can see you and you can see me. That would be great to do. Uh, okay. For sure. A live one, for sure. I would okay. love to do that. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Absolutely. All right. Thanks. All right. Bye.